0: A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Bengi Atama.
1: (laughs) That's wonderful. Thanks for the warm welcome.
0: Yes, thank you for coming on. Um, Welcome, everybody who's joined us. Thank you for coming along. Uh, We're talking about YouTube and the missed opportunities. Uh, And we started this conversation uh, during the test that we did a couple of weeks ago and the conversation went on a little bit too long and I learned too much. So um, I, I had to stop the conversation. So I didn't learn too much before the actual date. And you've got loads to share. I do.
1: Uh, I love sharing things about YouTube in general. So it goes a long way. I used to work at YouTube, obviously, long time ago. And since then, four years. On, uh, yes, four, uh, four four and a half years. And I left in 2013. Since then on, I've been running uh, Buzz My Videos together with my co-founder. She's an ex-YouTuber Googler as well. And since then on, yes, our life is. In and out of YouTube we do talk a lot about YouTube and obviously we uh, make our living out of youtube as well
0: brilliant okay and I love the name of your company buzz my video that's an amazingly good name you're you're good with that i'm gonna I'm gonna ask you next time I try and name something because I'm much less good
1: oh thanks thank you so much <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah okay and uh, I set this this event up i I actually used um I's advice from last week and set up an event on LinkedIn. So I now have events on Crunchbase LinkedIn, my own site, and on YouTube. And I'm trying to bring all that together to leverage this uh, live streaming weekly Tuesday event onto Google search results as an event. So we're not there yet. Sorry, Bengu. I was hoping I could surprise you with that today, and I can't. Uh, the WordLift um, entity-based content model is moving forward, but not as fast as I would like it to, not because it isn't good, but because I'm incredibly impatient and I'm probably about 12 years old in my mind.
1: <laughs> I mean, you are absolutely right uh, in terms of how... Uh, when you think about YouTube, you always like, people tend to forget that it's the second largest search engine after Google. And if you leverage YouTube, if you put in input on YouTube, then technically you are actually optimizing content for Google search as well. But it may take time and obviously it has different techniques behind it. Uh, so congrats on trying to build up that that presence. Uh, yep. it's, it's okay, maybe after the, after the live stream, maybe we'll do some- some some tricks, and then when we search, uh, we will be we will be there as well.
0: Oh, are we going to do your special tricks that you're about to teach me?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, of <laughs> course, we would implement some of our special tricks. Absolutely. Yes. Why not?
0: Stuff, because I mean, my my, I did a, uh, an interview with lady Solis about optimizing for YouTube and Google. And that was great. And she was saying, you know, here's what we need to do for YouTube. Here's what we need to do for Google. And when I started talking to you, you were saying, but there are lots of other opportunities that we don't necessarily see right off the bat. Um, and my first thought was, pushing videos onto brand SERPs, that's my thing. So uh, my videos appear on my brand SERP and they were supposed to appear on yours, but didn't. Uh, The images do. Um, And you said, okay, yeah, that's nice, but it's pretty limited. There are loads of other things you can do. Uh, Just getting a video onto uh, a brand SERP is easy peasy. What what would you do else?
1: I think in general, uh, what I start like, uh, in general as an advice is like before, Things that you do before you upload the content, or even before you kind of um, create that watch page, how you created that live streaming watch page, it's actually deciding on okay, what is how am I going to title this piece, right? That's the most important thing, actually. And then uh, where are the other places that I'm going to share this before, during, and after? So that definitely that kind of uh, connecting and link, linking it through other platforms is another important piece. So obviously you shared this on LinkedIn. Sorry, I haven't shared it on my LinkedIn, but I'm trying something else. I'm going to share it afterwards to see oh. to see how it's going to oh. work.
0: So I'm now part of your experiment too. This is a, <laughs> exactly. an experiment exchange. How <laughs> <are> we?
1: <laughs> Exactly. Like we are co-experimenting things right now. <laughs> uh, so sharing and linking into where, whichever platform you have is truly key and obviously you may think that okay i have like i don't know a uh, hundred followers there a thousand followers there and then it doesn't matter how, how small uh, in some other platforms you might have in terms of a follower all i say is in terms of youtube it, it's every little bit helps and right. every little thing that you do and on youtube there are many little things that you can do from for instance i checked it obviously on your channel it's not enabled but there is a really beautiful tab called the community tab which would become available after you hit 1000 subscribers on your channel and okay. it's almost like a feed it's almost like a like a Facebook feed or like a like a LinkedIn feed so even if you don't have any videos you could go there and you could say hey guys I'm just like planning a live stream next week etc or you could run a poll you could ask for ideas what they I- want to see
0: Brilliant. No, no, no. Wonderful. I want it. It, It's like a new toy that I haven't got, that I want for Christmas. So, (laughs) basically, between now and Christmas, I have to get 750 new subscribers. Then that that triggers automatically. Is that correct? It
1: should. It should be, yes, automatically. It should be available on your channel after you hit 1,000 subscribers. And
0: obviously... Sorry, and how effective is it? I mean, people hang out on Facebook all the time. They don't hang out on YouTube in the same way. So, I mean, that community thing of pushing stuff out, Do people really interact as much as with something like Facebook?
1: You would be surprised. It's very effective because it automatically appears on the homepage of YouTube, which is like uh, the best place that you could be for Mm -hmm. any of your subscribers and your future potential subscribers who are kind of, related, who are searching or who who were in the same interest group for your channel. So it appears as if you uploaded a new video or like it appears as a post on the homepage. So then people could interact with it. So it's really effective in my opinion, especially if you don't necessarily have a lot of content that you can push regularly. So you can kind of limit the gap of uh, content production. Uh, by leveraging the community tab from time to time.
0: Yeah, that, that's a really great point. I think a lot of people have that problem with you saying, I can't produce enough quality video or valuable video. I mean, I throw the word valuable or relevant video for my audience to actually release something every week. And uh, we get kind of stressed out about it. And this is a way to spread it out and not need to be quite so productive.
1: Exactly, exactly. That kind of gives you a little bit kind of timeline in between the content that you push and it's instant feedback. So there are other functionalities. You can post obviously an image. You can post a poll. You could ask people for oh. ideas, exactly. And uh, you could get like your new what what they actually expect from you or what they need from you. So that then helps that engagement on the channel. That engagement helps you get better ranked on YouTube, right. hands on Google, etc.
0: Oh right. Okay. I never asked the audience, my community, whatever you might call it, what they actually wanted. I was just doing what I thought was fun. So Hans is here, I know. Uh, so can you post, this is a mini poll just for Hans, can you post what it is you want and then we can have it on screen? Um, and that way I can't avoid it and I can't um, ignore it, which is wonderful. So we've already got started on the community. Um, how lovely. And I did notice, in fact, I, I, the more I go to YouTube, the more the videos it shows me on that home screen are targeted targeted excuse me targeted uh, is that something that's moving forward that it wasn't quite like that six months ago or is it just my imagination
1: um they've they've done a change uh on the homepage, uh, maybe roughly six months ago or something uh. i'm not sure about the time but not in terms of the algorithm i think the algorithm is Uh, obviously constantly learning and constantly improving and constantly becoming more and more uh, relevant, in my opinion. I can't uh, give you a scientific answer on this because nobody knows how the algorithm works, you know. Uh, Hmm. Only the algorithm, I think, knows how it works.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. Can I quote you on that? With machine learning, (laughs) only the algorithm knows. Oh, somebody was talking to me the other day about uh, there's uh, an API on Google, a machine learning API, Where you can ask uh, another uh, machine learning algorithm, why did you do that? And it has to send you back a justification.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's
0: called, but you just go, wow, isn't that cool? So you can actually ask these algorithms to justify their choices now.
1: It's really cool in a sense, it's a bit scary in another sense, you know, because then it gives them this idea of like their consciously doing this or <laughs> so they give you an explanation. So it's a bit like, OK, that's interesting. I'm going to check out that.
0: But yeah, I, I was kind of expecting it would say, oh, I thought he had a nice face or because it had a cute kitten in it. Um, you know, something kind of human, but it isn't. It's going to be because A plus B equals C or whatever it is. Uh, and as you say, it, it might actually be quite disappointing
1: yeah <laughs> i think there. it's so complex the reason for it it's so complex uh in terms of what you watch what's your watch history what other people like you watch what are the different interest groups how much time you spend what's the engagement millions of different variables around it right so it's impossible for us to know or to understand how it actually picks but for sure, we know that they're making it so that it it does give you the content that you would like most or you would spend time most because watch time is the most important uh, metric on YouTube as we speak. So that constant engagement, they the algorithm wants you to spend hours on YouTube. Right. So and,
0: everybody yeah. stick around. Watch time is really important exactly. for the algorithm. And and that kind of comes back to the thing is uh, the people from Bing, I was asking them about their algorithms and they were saying the important question is what what is not story? What are the factors? It's what are we asking the machine to do? What problem are we trying to get it to solve? And that's satisfy the user. And what are the metrics we're using to measure that and to feed the data back in? And those are the two big questions. And in uh, YouTube, it's satisfying people with quality video content is the aim.
1: Uh, I think so. And uh, like, Dave, the, 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 the watch time cra- criteria came into existence like long time ago. It became one of the key biggest metric. And when we asked, uh, how to optimize for watch time, the answer was you need to create great content. But what I mean by great content, it's not necessarily good quality, like, high-spec content, it's engaging content that people love to watch and people would continue watching or sharing, etc. It's definitely, like, based on how much time you spend, how you engage with the content. But then I don't know if it's... Uh, how that algorithm would kind of slice down the time spent versus the like, versus the share, et cetera. So those details, obviously, we don't
0: know. Well, well, also, it's it's view time compared to the length of the video, i.e. percentage of view time, perhaps. I mean, uh, if I have a video that's two minutes and they watch two minutes, that doesn't have as much value as 30 minutes watching 28 minutes or 29 minutes.
1: I would disagree on that uh, because uh, I think when you say watch time, it's not specifically watch time of this specific video right now, let's say. It's actually, let's say there is audience uh, watching us and uh, Hans, for instance. If Hans, after this video, continues to watch relevant content that's similar to this, then that watch time, that session is still live and he's still spending uh, time on YouTube, which means that that engagement started with this video. And this video is going to get credit, I think, in my opinion. So it's that entire experience on YouTube.
0: Yeah, so it's not just watch time. It's playing a role in a series of watching and keeping, once again, the walled garden, the more uh, these platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and even Google with its search can keep you on their platform, the happier they are because that's where they make um, the money. Brilliant stuff. Um, we just had hello from Simon Cox. Hello, Simon Cox. Thank you for joining us. I know you had a meeting. Um, and the, the comment from Hans was, he loved the Google interview with John Mueller. Can we have more Googlers and YouTubers? We've got a wonderful YouTuber on our YouTube expert today. Um, and that interview with John Mueller, it's interesting that you should have liked it because I agreed not to ask any really, really, uh, what's the word? you know, what are the ranking factor questions? And a lot of people said to me, oh, you should have been more tough with him. And I don't think I should. I think throwing ideas around, chewing the fat, as we say, is a really nice way to get uh, more information, get more understanding of where we're at. Would you agree with that? Please do.
1: I completely agree as, as, as an expert. It was a leading ex, question. I completely <laughs> agree because it was a leading question, yes, indeed. Uh, because, I mean, as I said, it's uh, some part of its experience and anecdotal, what we share as best practices, right? There is no, uh, you learn as you experiment, as we are experimenting right now with various different things and the results are going to tell us. But in my opinion, uh no, you would have some other information, obviously working internally and understanding some other concepts like the, the the vision and the strategy and where things are moving as a platform, but you would never uh, share the nitty gritty details. You can't. It's 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 first of all, it's confidential information, and secondly, uh, yeah. you would not hold all of that information yourself either. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean. I- that comes out with John Mueller was really interesting and it, it had lots of information. I think you just have to listen to it to, to extract the information behind the information. Um, I mean, one of them was that he gets misquoted two thirds of the time um, and that he finds that very frustrating, obviously. Um, And that's to do with the fact that when people ask him for advice, he's saying, "Well, this is good for your specific case and your specific site." And people say, "Oh, but it applies to everything." They're generalising from a particular, which is, I did an economics degree, and that was one of my favourite phrases. Is I mean, all these economists—they generalise from a particular and try and apply it to everything, which is absolute rubbish. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So back onto YouTube. Uh, You've given us uh, a couple of great hints. What what are the missing things? Am I missing on YouTube with my rather babyish? YouTube strategy.
1: But I was just telling you that change on the homepage. They've yep. the as you might have noticed, uh, the titles, the title length, uh, the space for the titles, and the thumbnails have gone bigger. The player image on the homepage have gone bigger. Uh, very recently. So that means that if you put more effort in how you title your content and how you optimize that thumbnail, is, is it is going to be more effective uh, getting that click-through rate from the homepage. And that was the homepage kind of change from what we've seen. Other things, I was again checking. There are really some cool functionalities on YouTube that would allow brands or anyone uh, to generate revenue off the back of their off the back of their content. First of all, obviously, there's partnerships, which again y- you would become eligible. Uh, hopefully, once you reach 1,000 subscribers and uh, subscribe
0: everybody now. Subscribe! <laughs> I need a thousand of you, so and exactly. then, then I can do the partnerships. What's that?
1: Uh, The partnership program would allow you to monetize your content, to generate advertising revenue off the back of your content. So any time your content is being watched, there is going to be an ad unit coming up and YouTube is going to give a rev share to you out of that ad unit. You would also need 400,000 watch time on your channel, which I'm sure you would be able to pull that off. 400,000
0: minutes or hours? Uh,
1: uh, Very good question.
0: Okay, ooh, minute. Let's say ooh, minute. I don't know. Four hundred thousand hours might be quite a lot, but a thousand people, four hundred thousand hours would be four hundred hours each. God, this is so uh, that would be unreasonable. So anyway, yes, we're, we're going to okay. say minute. Four hundred thousand, whatever it might be, and and then you can become a partner. And there, there's a question: if I'm trying to monetize this by upselling my courses, which I've just released the fifth course. Well, sorry, I've just made the fifth course purchasable. My idea is to monetize this. Whole thing, my business model that I have built over the last couple of weeks is upselling the course. Wouldn't advertising damage that? Um,
1: so it depends. Uh, it depends what your course definitely would like. This this could be the teaser, and this could be the content marketing aspect of leading up to to your course. Uh, so. I don't think it would damage. I think if you were to plan it and kind of like curate it around in, in a good way, it would actually amplify it, you know, because then you would create your authority, you would create that uh, volume, that community, meaning that interest group on your channel, and they would want to get more, and they would be willing to pay for it as well, obviously on top of that. So I don't think so.
0: Yeah, sorry. I should have talked to Buzz my video before I started doing this whole thing, shouldn't I? Then I would have actually approached it with a plan. Instead of canvas, doing things as I go along.
1: There, it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. But uh, oh, and then we
0: could do an experiment together, which would be wonderful.
1: Absolutely. My point is, you were right with that word planning. I think the, the entire thing goes back to planning and strategy. And then once you have the right strategy, it's just a matter of time. You need to be dedicated as well. From what I can see from from YouTube, YouTube requires a lot of commitment and time. It's not like you can reach a lot of people in 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 an overnight unless you have something really like a cats and dogs, like funny viral content. Obviously, that's something that's like pure luck. Yeah. But it, it is commitment, and if you're willing to make that commitment uh, in the longer term, obviously it's going to pay out in different ways.
0: Yeah, I think kind of that the idea of commitment is really important. I mean, I was talking to uh, James Mulvaney a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking as well, the same thing you're saying is the numbers might be very small, but that's where you start to build, and that patience and that commitment is where it all comes from. It's, but it's painful. It's a painful process.
1: I know I know but um, you, oh,
0: you, 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 you you sound so empathetic to my I, I
1: know because uh, most of the time if we have if you are if you are working with let's say somebody who's just at the start of their journey you know that enthusiasm you're so enthusiastic and you want everything to happen at, like overnight to be able to manage that expectation becomes a little bit challenging because you want that as well, but the platform would not allow that because it's it's a complex platform and there are millions of different things that you could do, but slowly, way slowly, slowly, you build that. It, it, audi- you want recurring audience and audience, you want people to come back and to create that relationship. It's not going to happen overnight.
0: But that's, I know you've just made me realize, it's what I tell my clients all the time. It's not because it's online that it's going to be magically this viral thing with hundreds of thousands of people watching. Any business, whether it's offline or online, is built bit by bit, brick by brick. Um, So, And we just had a correction from Anton. He's actually clarified 4,000 hours. So it's 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 hours, and you can start monetizing your YouTube channel. Wonderful. And the thing about the title, sorry, to come back to that, you said it was longer. Is it really worth filling that whole title up? Should I do that um, whether I need to or not?
1: Uh, no, with the title, definitely, its the with everything else, it's relevant. But what I meant is YouTube now gives more space on the homepage to make the title more visible. Okay. But think about, uh, obviously, the first place that you need to go is your YouTube analytics, which is really, would provide you every information that you would need to grow your channel. And you would then see how much of your audience is coming from mobile and think of mobile experience because then your title is going to be cut off after a specific amount of characters and you don't want to have a longer title where people Mm -hmm. don't understand what your video is about. Or um, you could put the most important, the relevant keywords at the beginning of your title and keep some of the branding or other less important second priority stuff towards the end of the title. Uh, I think title has to be like a headline, like like your movie headline, you know. So it has to be concise and it has to reflect what people would be searching for or what people would be like getting from that content.
0: Yeah, and I can, I tend to write titles that I think are interesting as opposed to titles that people are necessarily going to search for. And I do tell my clients, write titles for things that people actually search for. So once again, I don't follow my own advice. Uh, but I like the idea of writing a fun title that stands out from the crowd. Is that appalling? I mean, can I not get leverage or, or, or whatever it's called? Uh, from, from the, the fact that people are watching my videos and I appear and the community and I appear on their feed and then hope that they will watch the video because it's interesting? Or is that naive?
1: No, I think it's, 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 you should definitely make it interesting and your tone of voice reflected in that title. But it has to be relevant to what mm. the video is about. That's the key, you know? Uh, mm. Otherwise, make it as interesting and as standing out as possible, uh, you know? As long as it's relevant.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> exactly. um, in fact, I was asking the question about the long title because I'm going to have in a few weeks a guy called uh, Patrick M. Powers. Uh, and I was researching him. I've researched the guests before actually doing the, the episode a little bit at least. Uh, and he has the, a book with a title. And it's like 25 words long. That's nuts. So I'm going to ask him why.
1: Exactly. Uh, (laughs) That's interesting.
0: Well, Um, for a YouTube channel or a YouTube video, sorry, that's probably a reasonable length or it's not too unreasonable, but a book, that's mad.
1: It is, uh, but I'm now curious I'm going to watch that video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm curious, I'm going to watch it too. (laughs) Okay, so now um, give us one more, and we're we're kind of running through the time here. Give us one more super-duper exciting thing that I'd never thought of that I can do with my YouTube channel.
1: Okay, so, but uh, in terms of live streams, you can make the live streams like pay for you as well uh, on YouTube. Right. Uh, obviously again there's uh, there's this criteria where you would hit 1000 subscribers and something called the super super chat is going to be enabled on your live stream so where people can actually donate to you or or like kind of uh, buy some stickers and kind of react to your content and engage exactly so you would then in real time be making money on on youtube through your live stream
0: People in the chat can say, I want to buy a virtual sticker. And it's basically to support me in my efforts to keep this live streaming going.
1: Exactly. 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 And some other some other kind of tips, for instance, something that you could do right now, which doesn't require anything, any any kind of criteria, you know, your comment section. In your comment section, you can uh, kind of like, I don't know, pin a, another video that is relevant to this content right? Uh, and pin yeah. that. So anyone who's watching this video might be likely to click on that and watch that video as well. So with this, you would keep people on your channel. And it's, it's free, it's easy. And it's something small, but something very effective.
0: So I, I pin a, a, another video a relevant related video in the comment section.
1: Exactly. So it would appear on the top of your of your comment section. And uh, people who are watching this might be interested to watch that oh, as yeah. well. So, they navigate to that and then they stay on your channel, on your content. And then you pin another video to that one and potentially they would stick more, you know?
0: And they never get out of the cycle and they never leave the channel and they forget to eat (laughs) and they forget to sleep and they slowly waste (laughs) away. What a terrible thought. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was an absolutely delightful uh, conversation. I love the ending of it, Um, even though it's a bit. It's a bit dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit dark.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank Thank you, you everybody, for for joining us. That was absolutely awesome, wonderful, brilliant. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, (laughs) Bengu.
1: Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye bye.